Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to American Road Trip Talk. I'm your host, Gary Mance, and my buddy, Eric Ryder, the producer, is at the board. He's keeping us in our lane as we move along. Today, we're going to be going to more than one place, and yet it is it is one united experience for a people united 20 years later. 20 years. 20 years after America suffered a massive, coordinated terrorist attack in our homeland, our nation is pausing to remember in solemn and yet hopeful ways that day we as a people will never forget. The September 11th National Memorial Trail is 1,300 miles long, stretching through six states and the District of Columbia, connecting three 9-11 memorial sites through D.C., Virginia, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, New York, Maryland, and Delaware. To remember and also to be inspired by this trail is essential to the experience. Today, we have the honor of speaking with Debbie Borza and Tim Brown, each of whom is instrumental in the development and the ongoing life of this active memorial. They are board members of the September 11th National Memorial Trail Alliance. We are truly honored to have you both with us. Hello, Debbie, and hello, Tim. Thanks for taking time out to be with us on our program today. You're welcome. Thank you. I would like to begin with Debbie and then Tim. Just hang in there because uh, we have a short time and a lot to say. We want to get to you both. Debbie Borza, please tell us about your daughter, about 9-11, 20 years ago, and what has sustained you, and I think your lovely daughter's memory has a lot to do with it, sustain your motivation and your organizational sense around this fantastic trail that has come to be. Yes, thank you so much for the privilege to share my daughter and to speak about this uh, trail that I'm a part of. Uh, Diora was um, a standby passenger on United Flight 93, and which was destined from Newark Airport to San Francisco. She was coming back home to start her next year in college, her junior year at the Santa Clara University. And um, yeah, she was 20 years old. She's the youngest female passenger on board Flight 93. And I love to mention Toshia Kuge, who was the young, youngest male passenger, also 20 years old. And uh, Diora was spending time out on the East Coast with her girlfriends, and uh, she was flying home to start that junior year of college and uh, take time to work through the America Reads program and volunteer at St. Clair's Elementary School and after-school reading program. She was very involved, very involved in her life and in the lives of those around her. And what a what. An interesting, unique name, Diora, D-E-O-R-A. Was that a, one of those parental hybrids, or did you just get creative? You know, it 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 was kind of a parental hybrid. Um, uh, her dad, Daryl, you know, the dog was Duffy. My name's Debbie, so we were looking at some D word, uh, D name. So we came up with Diora, and it was it was later on that I uh, found out it was a Gaelic name for tears oh, so um my. that's that's it <laughs> oh my goodness diora francis bodley may her name be for a blessing whenever it is spoken tim brown 
you lost a lot of friends and however you want to encapsulate that for us, we would love to know your story. I would first just like to say, God bless Diora and her life and her memory. And that is why we are members or board members of the 9-11 trail to remember beautiful, innocent people like Diora, 2,977, according to the 9-11 Museum in New York, that is the number. And each one of them is a beautiful memory of an innocent human being uh, murdered on September 11th. And, you know, we all think and all believe that there should be a memorial, a physical memorial at Ground Zero in New York and at the Pentagon in in Virginia and in Shanksville, Pennsylvania. And so this brilliant idea of connecting them with a physical trail, the 9-11 trail, when I heard about it, I I thought it was a brilliant idea. And it is an extension of the memory of uh, all these innocent people who were taken from us. And to be able to go on the trail and ride a bicycle or walk or run and think about all these beautiful human beings who were our sons and daughters and fathers and mothers and cousins and aunts and uncles, and in my case, friends, is a beautiful way to fulfill the mantra of never forget. And that never forget means everything. It means never forget all of it. It means never forget their, who these beautiful people were, never forget what happened that day, never forget who murdered them. And, um, you know, in the end, in the end, we want to remember the good things, right? We want to remember, remember the beauty of them. And to be able to do that while walking or running or bicycling on the trail is an amazing way to do it. So in, in my uh, belief in this, the trail is kind of a fourth physical memorial and it connects them all. I've looked at a map, Tim, and I certainly can see why you would say that. When it comes to the planning, let's call it the master plan, and you two are on the board, uh, Tim and, and Debbie, please weigh in. The, the construction of it is one thing, but before that, it needs to be a vision, and a vision you folks had. Who were the others instrumental in deciding it will be this, and it will take this path, and we're dealing with six different states and the District of Columbia? That seems like a Herculean task. Go ahead, Deb. Oh, thank you. Well, first of all, my love of, of bicycling was when I was a much younger gal and having uh, two girls and raising them in San Diego. They, they had other interests. So, of course, I, I supported them in that. Um, 
So to uh, see how a trail is put together was just thank God for those people that are on the board. I they are trail enthusiasts. They've they've participated in different types of trails. Trails that the 9/11 uh, Memorial Trail uh, piggybacks on. I learned a new term: piggybacking. The September the 11th National Memorial Trail piggybacks on a lot of these trails that I'm. I know a lot of board members, you know, participated in and made sure happened. So I'm just the recipient of all of this beautiful work, and I became involved simply because of of my love for cycling, Diora's love for the outdoors and national parks, and also uh, Diora's and my love of education for young children, and which is something that this trail will provide for those teachers who take their kids on field trips, and these kids start to learn about those that were that died that day. They can uh, discover who they were. They can connect with maybe one of those that died that day, they may remind them of themselves. And uh, just to, to remember uh, what happened that day and, and to also remember that they are standing on a trail that connects those three sites. That's just amazing to me. As it is to me. And, and Tim, what is your essay of this? What a project. Right. The, the, this is the brainchild of David Brickley, and um, he has shepherded this for years now uh, and, and really brought me on board as the New York guy, right? Because they were from the Virginia area and they had the Pennsylvania folks, but they didn't have the New York guy. So they, they asked me to participate. I am a bicycler also. Uh, I have worked with our um, wounded warriors um, through a couple of programs for about 10 years now. And so through, through those connections, uh, I was invited to be a part of the board and to kind of represent and help with the, the New York uh, part of it. So I, I, I think that the most important part of this, and I was discussing this with one of the senior vice presidents of the 9-11 Museum in New York today, our responsibility, I feel, is to educate the future generations about what happened, like the, the whole, I call it the whole story, um, because we had heroes, we had horrors, the heroes and horrors of 9-11. So you, you want to tell all of those stories because if you don't, we'll, we'll forget and we'll repeat the same mistakes. And, and, and we'll forget um, all the innocent human beings from that day. So to, to build a physical memorial trail of 1,300 miles is really an education starter. It's a conversation starter with our children and grandchildren. And that's why we build physical memorials. 
to pass on the truth, the whole truth of what happened. Um, and as my one of my friends, Rudy Giuliani, said, it was the worst, I mean, the worst day of his life and the best day of his life. And when he said that back after 9-11, I got so mad at him for saying that. But in the end, there was so much beauty that came out of it from people who wanted to help um, and the beautiful stories of all those innocent humans. And, and, and I, so I, over time, I guess I understood what he said. And, and I would like this trail to be both of those things. I would like it to be, to tell the story of the terrible things that happened, but also tell the stories of the heroes and the wonderful people and the positive impact they had on this earth while they were here. So the trail is an educational tool. Uh, it's another way for us to tell the stories of the beautiful people who perished on 9-11. And it's just, it's, it's so magnificent looking at the map. And I know there will come a time when I will be able to visit at least part of it. I would love to do the whole thing, whether I will or not, ultimately time will tell. But this is going to be so interwoven uh, Debbie and Tim, with American history, the narrative of our story as a people. For example, when you're in Pennsylvania, and as I'm looking in the map, at the map, it seems to dip south, to be very close, for example, to the Gettysburg Memorial. You're on the trail, and you can you can walk, you can bike, you can motor through parts of it. there, And there you are so close to Gettysburg. It's what I think historians would call a tableau that's laid out in a way that's accessible to anybody who has the means and the time to go and travel through this long passage of American history. Yes, that's uh, so right on. I, and I also, uh, you know, think of the opportunity that the trail brings to all of those other towns and communities and urban areas and, and rural areas. Um, you know, it touches so many people, so many locations, and uh, it brings a sense of pride to that area. Um, and it's, you know, it's very beneficial, you know, for for those rural and urban areas if they do get on the trail and and they do, you know, they can bike to all these bigger uh, parks that uh, commemorate, you know, other parts of uh, our American history. Um, I, I can just imagine people in, in small towns uh, along the CNO Canal that our trail piggybacks on, uh, across Pennsylvania. You know, we blazed that trail, um, you know, along with the East Coast Greenway, we piggyback on that. And we go through so many, so many locations. And uh, it just... It, it provides so much opportunity for all of the towns and the cities that it goes through. I've biked on the Baltimore Annapolis Trail and the uh, September the 11th National Memorial Trail piggybacks on that. And it's a trail that people use to get from Annapolis to Baltimore if they want, 
there's a coffee shop that's along the trail that I've stopped at and had coffee at. It's a uh, it's a day to day living memorial that it, just the mere stepping on the trail, you know, people can say, you know, I participated in my way around September the 11th and remembering all those who died that day simply by standing on the trail. I mean, it's just, it's such a great, it, it's beautiful. And thank you to David Brickley for having this idea and for getting us all together to, to make this happen. Um, it's exciting. I would love to know, Debbie, and of course, Tim, weigh in. What was your first physical exposure to the trail? Where did you go in? What was it like? Who was there with you the first time you laid eyes on it? The, the members well, I, of the... Go ahead, no, Debbie. Go ahead, Tim. No, go ahead, Tim. Go ahead. My, go ahead. my first experience was at the Pentagon and uh, with the other members of the board. And, uh, you know, I worked down that way. I live in New York, but I worked down in the D.C. area. So I was able to um, be there at at the Pentagon Memorial, which was is very special to me every time because I, I don't you know, my my experience was in the attack in New York. Um, so for me to go to the Pentagon or to Shanksville is is very different and very special to me. Uh, and, and meeting my fellow bicyclers and their passion for getting this work done is amazing. Get, getting back to the, the juxtaposition of uh, the, the trail to American historic uh, places like Gettysburg. Uh, in, in the end, and I was thinking about this when you, when you brought it up, in, in the end, this is all about freedom. And that's what America is about, is freedom. And this trail connects that word between three places and, and more, right? With, with Gettysburg and everywhere else. All these American lives that were lost were lost because and in the name of American freedom. And we, we have no, no matter where we come from or what our backgrounds are or what we believe in, we all have to believe in what this country was founded on and that's American freedom. And this trail could very well be, be named the, the 9-11 Memorial Freedom Trail or, or something similar because that's why all these innocent people uh, gave their lives. This is what the, the, the heroes on Flight 93, which who were the first to fight back? They were fighting for freedom, American freedom. And that is what this trail represents. That's so well said. Thank you, Tim. And Debbie? Yes. Um I was at Flight 93 uh, for some other reason. I really don't remember. What I do remember is looking um, in the parking lot and seeing these two cyclists, bicyclists, come riding into the parking lot. And um, 
I just got all excited and I just had to run over and introduce myself and to find out how they got to the park, why were they at the park? And they came in off of Route 30, the Lincoln Highway, which is a very busy road, two lane road, and uh, came down to the memorial and they were there because one of the bicyclists was a colleague of one of the passengers on board. And she was with her friend and they, this is how they were going to pay their respects to her, her colleague. And I, I was, I let them know about the trail. Um, I let them know the safe way to leave the park. You know, this, this trail is, is provides a safety for people who ride on the, on the trail. Uh, and it gives them, just like Tim was mentioning, that freedom to ride with the, the wind in their hair or the, the surrounding beauty, the opportunity to stop and enjoy nature. Um, and if you're in an urban area, you know, you, you can pedal through big cities, Baltimore, you know, D.C., um, and it's in New York City, I mean, and it's just the opportunity to have such a, a freedom while riding on on that trail. Um, it is. It's just part of of who we are as Americans, and what we want to provide and continue to provide uh, in remembering those who died on September the 11th, and for us to continue to remember the importance of of who we are and freedom is is definitely right there on top for for all Americans. Amen to that. And both of you beautifully said and shared. I do want to ask you both uh, in the few minutes that we have left. Sometimes I just get interested in the the inner workings, the inner game, as it were, trying to make something so massive and so important happen. You had your interface, did you not, with members of Congress and their staffs in, in trying to work this through the system. Now, that must have been a challenge. Uh, I, you must be referencing H.R. 2278. Why, uh, yes. Resolution <laughs> 2278, which is... Uh, the trail is, you know, requesting uh, federal recognition, important word recognition, to recognize this trail and uh, the places that it goes. You know, the three, of course, the three locations and, and all of the other places that that trail runs through. Um, thank you to the uh, House for passing this resolution. Um, we're working our way through the process in the Senate. Um, and uh, I was also a part of the building of the memorial. So it, I, I get into the, the workings of our government and be it what they are, what it is, um, we do have a great say and we're making our presence known on a day-to-day -day basis to have H.R. 2278 get through the Senate and then to be signed by the President of the United States. And that's our goal, that's our, our mission we've taken on at the moment to have this 
this trail federally recognized part of the National Park Service known as the September the 11th National Memorial Trail. Oh, and Tim, having heard that, how do you relate to that knowing that it's probably quite different to be in the firehouse versus the boardroom and trying to interface with Congress, no less? Yeah, that, that's pretty foreign to me. Um, with the leadership of, of David Brickley and his team, uh, who I have supported through this, uh, this has been shepherded brilliantly and in my mind, it's a no-brainer. A week from tomorrow will be the 20th anniversary of the worst terrorist attack uh, on America in American history. And to, to me, this is uh, very easy to pass the bill and sign it into law on the 20th anniversary i mean it's a it's a it's a law of recognition and that's that's what we're asking for uh i i, I don't see how we don't get this done it, it's just such a wonderful idea it, it's not not it's it's not something that's a that's it's not a hard sell i guess um, I hope, and uh, it is another tool in our educational, historical educational system on 9-11. We had this conversation today about the education of future generations, and this is one of the key ways that we'll be able to educate future generations about 9-11. This has been a very meaningful time for me. The time flew, and I could say that in a way, uh, perhaps not uh, uh, shared in quite the same way with you folks. After all that you endured and continue to endure, you inspire us all 20 years. And I look back and I go, where did all of that time go? You have invested the last two decades in a beautiful way, unsurpassed way. And I can't thank you enough. Debbie Borza, Tim Brown for joining us today. I hope our paths will meet perhaps somewhere on the trail. Mm. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, brother. And thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning into American Road Trip Talk, along with Thomas and Becky Rep, co-founders of American Road Magazine. We remind you to visit our website, AmericanRoadMagazine.com, to preview the current issue. Until next time, dream well and drive safely on the American Road. Hi, everybody. This is Anson Williams from Happy Days. And I want to bring attention to a life-saving product called Alert Drops. Drowsy driving is one of the most catastrophic problems in America, and Alert Drops will stop it. Kids studying in college, drinking too much caffeine, overloading on these energy drinks, they end up in the hospital. Alert Drops will stop it. What is Alert Drops? Alert Drops is a simple spray on the tongue made out of citric acid, sour lemon, and water, co-created with my uncle, Dr. Henry Heimlich, creator of the Heimlich Maneuver, who said, Anson, Alert Drives will save more lives than the maneuver. Whether you are driving, whether you are studying, whether you're just a tired mom, whenever you need to be alert, get Alert Drops. 
a simple spray on the tongue, nothing in your system, and you're naturally awake, naturally alert. It's scientifically proven. It's doctor approved. Again, it's natural. It's been honored by the United States Congress. Go to alertjobs.com. Very important. Go to alertjobs.com and stay safe. Hi, everybody. This is Anson Williams from Happy Days. And I'm so excited to tell you about American Road. It is the best car travel magazine in the world. They have the most fantastic adventures detailed in each magazine with all your itinerary. We could just jump in the car with your family and have the most fabulous adventures you've ever had in your life. Please get a copy of American Road and start your own adventure.